0: Hello little friends, welcome to Bedtime Stories Hub, presented by Kids' Candle. Today I'm going to tell you one very wonderful story about 12 disciples. Hey kids, if you like to listen to our stories, then don't forget to follow our podcast. Your support gives us great motivation to create more stories for you. The story is going to begin, so listen carefully. Once upon a time, there lived twelve disciples that looked for wisdom. The thirteenth man, Somya, was their leader. Somya told those twelve men the wisdom was found in some cities of this kingdom. That's why, to get some wisdom, the men walked the whole afternoon, but the sun was at its peak and hit their backs hard. In the evening, they reached the Godavari River. The river was full and had waves hitting its bank. The leader spoke, There is a city of wisdom after crossing the river. One of them said, Hey master, I think the Godavari is angry. My grandmother had crossed it once and told me that she was greedy too. The second disciple asked him, What? What happened to her? He replied that his grandfather sold salt, leading a train of donkeys who carried sacks of salt. He said, when they crossed it, the river came to the backs of donkeys. After crossing the river, they figured out that the sacks were empty. Maybe the river was hungry and ate all the salt. The third man said, what can we do now? It's already about sunset, and we will see evening in a while. Master, what's the order? The leader, Soumya, looked serious about making a critical decision. Hmm. He sat cross-legged under a tree and said, Guys, that man already warned us through his story. Let's spend the night at the riverbank. And before the sun rises in the morning... We will check if the Godavari is sleeping. And if she is, we will go. The fourth disciple was curious. How can we say she is sleeping or awake? A few disciples worked on lighting some fire from the tree branches by then. Saumya told the fifth disciple, Take that tree branch and stick it in the water. He did that the same as the leader asked him. And the rest of the disciples watched them doing that. In a while, the branch was burning. The man who carried it was struck with it. And the rest understood that the river was angry. It also started hissing. So all drew back. Later that night, a few of them slept. And the rest of them kept watch on the river. The following morning was different for them. When the cock crowed, the leader Saumya woke up and whispered, Good morning, men. Let's get to the wisdom and make it ours. I'm damn sure the river is sleeping and we can proceed quickly. The disciples were overjoyed and said, May victory become ours. As soon as all proceeded to take their feet in the river and just before they started crossing it carefully, One of them quickly asked the master, How can we know if the river Godavari is sleeping or awake? Samya did the same thing he had said to his teammate, and that man did last night. The leader took one branch, stuck it into the water and said, Do you see? It didn't hiss this time, and that's why we can have faith in it. The Godavari is sleeping and we have to make it quick. Everyone had heard that the Godavari river was much wider than any other river. And when they saw it, they found it was true. At the riverbanks, Godavari was shallow. But later, after crossing a little, the river was deep. It was deep enough to dip the disciples into their necks. The team of twelve disciples and the leader, saumya had decided to take it seriously and cross the river as carefully as possible without waking up the river. However, they succeeded and reached the opposite river bank. It was already a sunrise by then. The sun had set in the sky and some villagers appeared with their buffaloes to make them graze and bask in the Godavari River. There were many black stones that some washermen used to wash clothes, so when they reached the next bank, they saw some washermen slap the sheets of washing cloths on their black stones. The sixth man was confident and said, let's count ourselves. We already crossed the river. He began counting, counted everyone except himself, and he said, oh no, we are only 12. And he cried, No, no, that river swallowed one of our brothers, even though she was sleeping. Therefore, someone else also counted, and they were again twelve only. They all started yelling, and one man, Anjane, who took his buffaloes there, heard them. He saw the thirteen men were on their knees and crying, and asked if he could help them. They told what had happened, and the new man said, I can help. The leader was proud of his wealth and said, Whatever the price you expect, you will get it. But get our brother back. Anjane said, Certainly. I'll bring him back within minutes. But please ensure you follow all my instructions. Go and collect the cow dung of that group of cows and bring it to me. They all went to do it and left a sack of money to the man. After finishing the awful task, they came back and Anjane said, Excellent! Please flatten this dung in your way. They did the same as the man instructed. Now kneel and touch your forehead to the ground. They did the same thing. But Anjane wasn't done yet. He said, Now touch your nose to this cow dung. They again followed what he said, and he said, Now get on your feet and count the number of nose prints on the cow dung, being a patient teacher. They all counted it and were delighted because there were 13 nose prints, not 12. They all yelled, The mission is successful to find our brother. They also said to Anjane, It's pretty much sure the city of wisdom is nearby. And you might be its gatekeeper. They all contraindicated that man, but Anjane could hardly stop himself from laughing out loud. The 13th men offered and gave him whatever they could. They all assumed they found what they were looking for, but the only man without cow dung on his nose was Anjane, who had real satisfaction. Finally, the interesting story of the folly's wisdom is over. Thank you, cutie-pies, for listening to this story. If you love to listen to our stories, then don't forget to follow us. We will come back again with a new interesting story. Till then, bye-bye. <coughs>